0: In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Let's worship him today. Come on from your heart. Today, worship him,
1: hallelujah.
0: Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. Only you know where he's called you from. Only you know. He knows He knows
2: Hallelujah You know where we were father
1: Hallelujah Jesus, could we all lift our hands across this place and just continue to worship him? Just continue to love him and praise him today. Lord, you alone are worthy of my praise. Lord, you are worthy and deserve my life. God, I give it all to you today. You are Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. You are the author and the finisher of my faith, oh God. I put my trust in you. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Hallelujah, Jesus. God, you are amazing. Thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus. Jesus. Yes. I'm your way, I'm your way. Yes. Not because I've been so faithful, not because I've been so good. You've always been there for me. To provide my every need You were there when I was lonely You were there in all my pain Guiding my footsteps Shelter from the rain And it was you Who made my life complete You are to me my everything, and that is why I sing. Jesus, Jesus, I love you, I love you, you you because you care. care. I I couldn't imagine imagine if you weren't weren't there. there. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, I I love love you, I love you, love you, you. Because you care, I couldn't imagine if you were there. Can we sing that again? Jesus, I love you. Jesus, I love you. I love you. I love you. Because you care, I couldn't imagine if you were there. You are the joy of my salvation. You're the peace in my storm. Your loving arms protect me. You shelter me from harm. You are Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end. My strong tower, my dearest and best friends. And it was you who made my life complete. You are to me my everything. And that is why I sing, Jesus, Jesus, I I love love you, you. I I love 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 you. Because you care. I couldn't imagine if you were there. Oh, Jesus, I love you. I love you. Because you care. I couldn't imagine if you were there. Oh, Jesus jesus i love you i love you because you care i couldn't imagine if you weren't there jesus i love you i love you jesus jesus i love you i love you you. you. Jesus, I love you, I love you, because you care. Jesus, I love you, I love you. Jesus, I love you, I love you. Jesus, I love you, I love you, because you care. Not because I've been so faithful, not because I've been so good. You've always been there for me to provide my every need. You were there when I was lonely. You were there in all my pain. Guiding my footsteps, shelter from the rain. And it was you who made my life complete. You are to me my everything, and that is why I sing. Jesus, Jesus, I I love love you, you. I I love love you. you. Because you care I couldn't imagine If you weren't there Oh, Jesus, I love you I love you Because you care I couldn't imagine If you weren't there Jesus, I love you. I love you. Jesus, I love you. Jesus, I love you. I love you. Jesus, I love you. I love you. Because you care. Can we sing that one more time? Jesus, I love you. I love you. Yes, Jesus, I love you. I love you jesus i love you i love you because you care Jesus, I
0: love
1: you. God, I express my love to you today. All that I am, all that I can give, oh Jesus, I give to you. There is power in the name of Jesus Oh, to break every chain, to break every chain To break every chain, to break every chain To break every chain, to break every chain To break every chain, 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 to break every chain. I hear those chains, I hear those chains falling. I hear those chains falling. I hear those chains falling. Oh, to break every chain, 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 to break every chain. I hear, I hear those chains falling Jesus I hear those chains falling Hallelujah I hear those chains falling To break every chain, 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 to break every chain. There's an army, there's an army rising up. There's an army rising up. There's an army rising up. Oh, to break every chain, to break every chain, to break every chain to break, to, break to break every chain, 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 to break every chain. Jesus Jesus oh, Yenobo <that> <fabulous. sozusagen>. City <conspiratory Fazils> I hear those chains falling. I hear those chains falling. I hear those chains falling. To break every chain, 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 to break every chain. chain, chain, chain. Jesus is greater than anything. Jesus is greater. Than anything. Jesus is greater than anything. To break every chain, to break every chain, to break every chain. He is greater. To break every chain, chain. to break every chain, to break every chain, to break every chain. chain. To break every chain. To break every
0: chain. Yes, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Lord, I worship you today, Jesus. Lord, I know you as a chain breaker today. I know you as a deliverer today. I lift you up and I worship you because you are God. I love you and I praise you because you are worthy of it. Thank you Jesus, thank you Jesus, thank you Jesus. As we sang this song this morning, the Lord was reminding me of something. I've wore actual chains in my life, physical chains, not just physical chains but also spiritual chains. I have wore shackles when I went to prison. I have heard chains fall. But today, the chains that fall today are spiritual chains. Chains that don't keep me bound to a lifestyle that I do not want to live. The Lord broke the chains of addiction. He broke those chains. I didn't do it in my own ability. I did it with the strength of the Lord. His strength and his power, he will break every chain in your life no matter what it is loneliness doubt, depression insecurity, fear he is a chain breaker hallelujah hallelujah victory is yours Jesus victory is yours Jesus I'd like to call a couple ushers up front this morning you know I was uh I was listening to my brother Lewis this morning talk about his father and not having his father in the life. I think a lot of us can relate to growing up without a family member, a mother, a father, maybe both, maybe growing up with grandparents. I don't know, I did, I grew up in the system. Foster home, group home, boys homes, um, juvenile halls, county jails, youth California Youth Authority, prison. Um, talk about feeling alone. And not really having anything, but he, I heard my brother say that the Lord made a way. And, uh, you know, when he found me in my mess, it, it was a mess. Because, I, like I said, the Lord was reminding me of the chains that I wore. I felt them around my ankles. But the other chains that I felt was in my spirit, the ones that were really, truly keeping me bound from growing and going where God wants to take me. And he wants to do that in your life today. He wants to break chains in your life today. And he will if you allow him to. He will do that. He will do that. I know that for a fact because he was lost and I was lost. I was a drug addict for 25 years. Heroin addict. Meth addict. And God transformed my life and he broke some major chains. He broke some major chains. He is victorious. But in saying that. In saying that, you know, God is good. He is so good. Yes. You know, I can think back to the mess, the vomit, the lifestyle that I lived in, and today, when the Lord makes a way, He brings you out. He He's a deliverer. He brings you out. He restores what was broken inside, because this was a broken man, a man who wept, a man who cried, a man who had fear, a man who had doubt, a man who had insecurity. But I'm telling you, when God comes into your life and he fills you with his spirit, those insecurities, those doubts, those fears, they're removed. And he begins to live in you and through you. The Lord has made such a way in my life that I am in awe today. I am in awe today. I sometimes look back and like,
1: victory is yours. Thank you, Chief. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
0: Really quick, when I got a prison six years ago, I had over $55,000 of debt in my life. No credit, no car, no license, nothing. But I'm telling you today that we serve a God, no place to live. I had nothing. But God made a way. Today, like I said, I'm in awe. I have no debt today. None. I don't have $55,000. I don't have that. He does. He will make a way through our faithfulness, through our obedience to him.
1: To him. Not our ways, but his ways
0: let's lift our hands this morning let's pray them this morning Lord Jesus we give you thanks this morning Lord you are a provider today Lord you are our source today and I will trust you with everything that I have today whether it be my finances my life my circumstances I trust you today God because you are a chain breaker you are a way maker and I worship you and I give it all to you today Jesus in the mighty name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Ushers, you can go for Thank you, Jesus. Continue to worship you.
1: Jesus. Jesus. you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus, you Hallelujah jesus jesus i see shattered see whole. I see broken, you see beautiful, and you're helping me to believe. You're restoring me piece by piece. There's nothing too dirty that you can make worthy. You wash me in mercy. I am clean. There's nothing too dirty that you can make worthy. You wash me in mercy. I am clean,
0: thank you, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, your
1: blood, yeah. Jesus, I worship you, oh God. I thank you, Jesus, for your grace and your mercy. What was dead now lives again. My heart's beating inside my chest. Oh, I'm coming alive with joy and destiny. Because you're restoring me piece by piece. There's nothing too dirty that you can make worthy. You wash me in mercy. I am clean. There's nothing too dirty. That you can make worthy. You wash me in mercy. I am clean. There's nothing too dirty. That you can make worthy. You wash me in mercy. I am I see shattered, but you see whole. Oh, I see broken, but you see beautiful. And you're helping me to believe. You're restoring me by peace there's nothing too dirty that you can make worthy you wash me in mercy i am clean there's nothing too dirty oh that you can make worthy You wash me in mercy, I am clean.
0: Hallelujah.
1: What was dead now? It lives again. My heart's beating inside my chest. Oh, I'm coming alive with joy and destiny because you're restoring me piece by piece. There's nothing too dirty that you can make worthy. You wash me in mercy. I am clean. There's nothing too dirty that you can make worthy. You wash me in mercy. I am clean. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Washed in the blood of your sacrifice. Your blood flowed red and made me white. My dirty rags are purified. I am clean. Washing in the blood of your sacrifice. Your blood flowed red and made me white. My dirty rags are purified. I am clean. Washed in the blood of your sacrifice, your blood flowed red and made me white, and my dirty rags are purified, I am clean. hallelujah hallelujah
0: jesus
1: you, Praise Praise you. Praise Praise jesus I see shattered, you see whole. I see broken, but you see beautiful. And you're helping me to believe. You're restoring me. Peace by peace, there's nothing too dirty, that you can make worthy. You washed me in mercy, I am clean. There's nothing too dirty, that you can make worthy. You washed me in mercy. I am clean. What was dead now, it lives again. My heart's beating inside my chest. Oh, I'm coming alive with joy and destiny because you're restoring me piece by piece. There's nothing too dirty that you can make worthy. You wash me in mercy. I am clean, there's nothing too dirty, that you can make worthy, you washed me in mercy, I am clean.
2: Can we praise him together right now on the spirit of the Lord is here. Jesus, we worship you. We worship you not because we're anything, but because you are everything. You are worthy of our worship. We praise you. You have brought us out of darkness into your marvelous light. We magnify you, O God. You are a healer. You are a restorer. You are a deliverer. And we worship you. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. you. In Jesus' name. You can be seated if you would like to this morning. I was. I had this picture come through my mind's eye as we were worshiping. Anybody ever seen those, um, they call them invisible fences and you put a, you put a collar on a dog and if they get near that invisible fence, I think it zaps them or something like anybody know what I'm talking about? Okay. Yeah. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Okay. Good. Good. I um so so I had I had this sort of image pass through my mind. We were singing that song Break Every Chain about the breaking of and it's of course Brother Martin mentioned it beautifully in the Holy Ghost. The breaking, not just of physical things that hold us, but spiritual things. Sometimes we don't realize we're bound spiritually. You know, the adversary is subtle. He doesn't, you know, we can look and say, oh man, this individual, Brother Martin testified, they were bound by drugs. They were really bound. Well, you can have somebody over here that's bound up in the business world with trying to climb the corporate ladder and greed and, you see, the enemy doesn't care what he uses to bind somebody. We we need to be careful about putting labels on stuff. But this is what I this is what I believe I saw in the Holy Ghost. That the Lord has broken some chains. But wait, wait with me here. But here's the thing He's broken them. Like that dog that's got... I'm not calling you a dog. (laughs) Like that dog that's got that collar on. You know, the idea is after a while, you just take that collar off. Right? And you turn the electric the little invisible fence off. But does the dog run out anymore? Why not? Scared, right? He's scared. No, I know what happens. I know it happens. Doesn't realize I could run free. Doesn't realize I could be free. The deception is he's been bound so long and faced the pain of being bound so long that when freedom's there, he can't take it. Somebody hear me this morning. The Lord has broken some things, but you keep going back because you don't think, you don't realize what God has done. I, I'm going to just be very bold. There's some of you, you're staying in relationships. If you get out of the relationship, God's already broken the chain that's held you captive. And, and you're going back because you think this is all I know. This is And the Lord is saying, I've broken it but I don't know what's out there. I don't know what's beyond. Would you just trust the one that broke the chain and go and say, he'll be there when I step. The adversary is a deceiver. He is a liar and the father of lies, the scripture says. And so what he does is we know he has no power greater than the King of kings and the Lord of lords. We know this. And so he'll paint a false picture to get someone to stay in bondage. God's broken the chain. You hear me? He's broken the chain. Stop going back. Stop going back. I I know. There's some of you, you're sitting here this morning. And God has already done a work that will deliver you from things that that you've been addicted to. But you've, you're convinced I have to go back. I would that you would just in faith say, okay, God, you've done the work. I don't have to go back. I don't have to walk in that. You don't have to. The scripture is very clear. He that the son is set free is free indeed. Free indeed. Free Indeed free indeed so here's what happens well yeah but what if well yeah but I don't know yeah that's called trust I'm going to trust you Lord I'm going to trust you I'm just going to tell you and I don't know all your situations I don't know most of your situations I don't know what the step of faith will do in your life but I'm just going to venture to say that if you step in faith, it can't be worse than what you're just living in.
1: Yeah. Amen.
2: And I know that's not for everybody, but that's for somebody. It can't be worse than what you're just living in. If, just be careful here. But you know what I want to do? I'm not going to do it. But for some of you, I just want to come and say, Stop it. Amen. 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 Really, like sometimes we, we want God to be all touchy feely with us. Oh, I just want to stop it. He's done the work, He's paid the price, He's delivered you. If you'll stop. And then I want to say, do what you know to do and he'll do the rest. Well, but I don't know. Don't worry about what you don't know. Do what you know to do and God will do the rest. That's the true definition of grace. Grace isn't do what you want and God to cover it up. That's not grace. That's deception. Grace is, I can't do it. Right. So I do what I know to do, and grace is an enabler. Grace enables me to do what I cannot do myself. It's why the Holy Ghost is called the Spirit of grace. When I receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost, I'm now enabled to do what I cannot do myself. I want to do good, but I can't. But the Spirit dwelling in me enables me to do what I cannot do myself. I heard you got the Holy Ghost the other night. You're going to do things you couldn't do before. It's a spirit of grace operating in our lives. In Jesus' name, I want you to pray with me right now. In the name of Jesus, Father, where you have broken bonds, you came, your word is clear, you came to destroy the works of the devil. You have already paid the price and won victory. I pray today where there are lives in bondage that there be a breaking by the work of the word of God and the spirit of God in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray a breaking of spiritual bonds, bonds of fear, bonds of depression, bonds of doubt, bonds of addiction. In the name of Jesus, I pray they be broken this day, that a life would be set at liberty, birthed into the body of Christ and used for your glory and your purpose. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, I like to ask the question of people sometimes, is your failure greater than the blood of Jesus? Of course not. Is your failure greater than the blood of Jesus? then get it back under the blood yes. and let the Lord have His way in your life. Let the Lord have His way in your life. Praise God. Thank you for being here with us today. We're honored that you're here. It's wonderful to have the Garcia family. And if, I, if you got different last names and you're part of that group, I apologize. But it's so wonderful to have all of Robert's aunts and uncles from San Antonio here with us. We're honored that they're here. We thank God for that. Amen. Amen. If you're a guest today, thank you for being with us. We're honored that you're here. And I pray that the Spirit of God would minister to your life in such a way that you would know that you would know what I'm experiencing is not normal, it's supernatural. And it's the love of God that is drawing and beckoning you so that you would know God has a place for you. God has a place for you in his body. No one else can fill it. It's for you. Jesus name in Jesus name. I'm going to dismiss our teachers to their classroom. Looks like they're already gone. Oh, no, he's over there. He was sitting down. Appreciate Brother Charles so very, very much, him and his wife and their commitment to our children. Uh, We are working and praying on adding more classrooms back. We've sort of delayed that through time, but we're looking at adding more of that back. So stay tuned and be prayerful about that. We'll dismiss children ages 4 to 11 to the classrooms downstairs. God bless you. We pray the Lord minister to these children. Amen. What a beautiful day it is. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We have a good problem. We don't have enough room. And... uh, just pray with us. We're working on that, okay? We are beginning to start some conversations to explore what the Lord may open a door to, to build something on the, the room we have here. So just pray with us. We want the leading of the Lord, not the design or desires of men. And that's important to us. Amen? Amen. Praise God. Glad you're here today. There's a clear witness of the Holy Ghost today. I'm asking Brother Johnstone to come. The Lord, use our brother and minister. Would you open your heart to the word of the Lord today in this man of God? Amen.
3: Can we love the Lord again right now? He is an awesome God. We serve such an awesome God today. And I'm with Brother Martin. Uh, I've been doing this about 40 years. I am still in awe of what God has done in my life. I am still in awe of where he took me from and what he has allowed me to experience and to be a part of in the kingdom of God. I don't want to forget this, what he's done for me. And, and back in the day, I can remember when coming from a broken home was a little bit unusual. In fact, there was only two families in the public school I attended with broken homes. Today, you'd be lucky to find two homes that were complete. <laughs> we live in a different day. We just live in a different hour. But I am so excited that the Lord is greater than all the problems, situations, or things that may come up or that you and I may deal with. And so I'm thankful for what the Lord is doing. Turn with me to Luke chapter 5, and we're going to read for just a little bit to get through um, where we want to get to today in the word of the Lord. And How many are willing to open your hearts and let God do something in your life today? God desires every time we come together. Now, I'm thankful for what the Lord has already done, but I don't think he's finished yet with what he would like to accomplish in your heart and in my life today. I'm thankful that every time we minister the word of God, he's speaking to us just like we're speaking to you. The Lord is dealing with us in our own lives and where we're headed and and what we need to be. One of the things I think that is unique that we need to understand, whatever it takes to save elder heart. It's going to take to save me once you understand that. Oh, no, no, but, but, but he's the elder. He's a pastor and he needs to, No, 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 whatever it takes. He's got greater authority. He holds an office, but what it takes to save him is what it's going to take to save me. Cause see, if I'm not careful, I'll think, well, he, you know, he really be, he better be, and you know, no, 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 I better be, and I better understand that whatever it takes to save him, it's going to take to save me, because we're served the same God. There's not one salvation for a pastor and another for the saints of God. We all walk in this thing together, and so we need to realize. Thank God for a tremendous <laughs> example that God would give us, but you got to realize whatever it takes to save him is going to take to save me. That time in prayer, that time in the word of God, that time in worship, that time in loving him and, and living a godly life and an overcoming life. Amen. Amen. And it came to pass as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, he stood by the lake of Gennesaret, and two ships standing by the lake. Er, but the fishermen were gone out of them and were washing their nets. And he entered into one of the ships, which was Simon's, and prayed him that he would thrust out a little from the land. And he sat down and he taught the people out of the ship. Now when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a drop. You want to see humanity for a minute? Next verse. And Simon answering said unto him, Master, we've toiled all night and have taken nothing. You're a pretty good preacher, but I don't know if you know anything about fishing. (laughs) I fish for a living, and I've been out there all night, and there ain't one fish in the net. That's humanity. We want to argue with God. I want to deliver you. But God, you don't understand he said, no, I understand completely what it's going to take. That's why he's God and we're the saints of God. Amen. And we get an understanding. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. I want you to catch something here, Anderson. I'm not preaching on this. The Lord said, I want you to let down the nets. Take every net in your boat and get it out. Three, note, three nets, two nets, I don't know, five nets. But notice what they did. They let down just one net. Whatever the Lord asks you to do today, don't shrink it up. If the Lord said, I want you to lift both hands and surrender everything to God today, don't lift one. <laughs> Come on, whatever. He's trying to bless your life. God wants to help us today in our walk with him. And when they had done this, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes and their net break. And they beckoned unto them their partners, which were in the other ship. And they should come and help them. And they came and filled both ships so that they began to sink. And when Simon saw it, he fell down at Jesus' feet, saying, Depart from me, I am a sinful man, O Lord. And for he was astonished, and all that was with him at the drought of the fishes which they had taken. And so was also James and John, the sons of Zebedee, which were partners with Simon. And Jesus and said unto Simon, Fear not, henceforth thou shalt catch men. And when they had brought their ships to land, they forsook all and followed him. Now, we know that this is the beginning of choosing the disciples. But I want to catch something here in this last verse. They forsook all. Let's jump now to verse 27 and 28 in the same chapter. And after these things, he went forth and saw a publican named Levi, which we know is Matthew also, sitting at the receipt of custom. And he said unto him, follow me. And he left all, rose up, and followed him. We have to forsake all. I believe that Jesus is giving us an example through these men that we're reading about and what he wants for my life. I want to give you an example. I want to give you a pattern that when I call you, when I choose you, Now, you got to realize Jesus is choosing these men. I'm going to base everything on you 12 men. I don't have a plan B and a plan C. It's you. I'm going to put all this that I want to accomplish on you. Every one of us that are here today, God has chosen you to be here. God has chosen you to walk with him. I don't know if you understand the honor of that, that almighty God who created the heavens and the earth, the sun, the moon, the sun, placed everything out there, everything in orbit, everything. He said, I'm choosing you to walk with me. I remember playing games as a kid. Nobody chose you. No, (laughs) you take him. No, you take him. I'm glad Jesus isn't like that. I choose you. And you know why I choose you? Because you don't have all the talent and the ability. You don't have the the know-how of what needs to be done, so you're going to put your faith in me, and you're going to rely on me and say, God, I can't do it, but if you help me, I'll walk in that way that you're asking me to walk, and I'm going to do what you're asking me to do. And so we begin to realize he chose us. What an honor and a privilege that God would choose us, and he gives us a pattern here with these men. I looked up the definition to forsake all. It means to leave without intending to return. Leaving without intending to return. Can I pick on you, Brother Martin? That last time out of prison, I'm not coming back. I'm leaving without intending to return. I'm not going to go back to the life I used to live, which brought me back here multiple times. I do not intend on returning. Somebody here needs to tell somebody, you can have my bar stool because I'm not coming back here anymore. You've got to understand, I am forsaking all. I have been chosen by the Lord of lords and the King of kings. He has chosen me to walk with him. I won't be knocking on the drug dealer's door anymore. I'm done. I've been set free by the power of God. See, because forsaking all means God's delivering me. God's helping me. God's leading me to walk with him and to love him. I won't be back. You're not going to see me here again. I'm going to change the dial on my radio. I don't need to listen to death and hell and killing and raping music. I've forsaken all. I'm, I'm walking with my king who loves me, who cares about me. Now I want to hear about songs about the love of God and the grace of God and the mercy of God and the kindness of God and the goodness of God. That's what I want to fill my head with. See, because when you forsake all, oh, things are going to change in your life and in my life. I used to listen to that country music, You Picked a Fine Time to Leave Me, Lucille. You could go to work happily married, listen to that music, and don't know if your wife's going to be there when you get home. But I threw all that music away. I'm going to forsake it all for him. You chose me, and I'm surely not worthy. There's guys that got five and 10 talents out here, God, that you've, you've bypassed and looked at me who really has nothing to offer you. And you're going to have to take me from the ruins of life and even rebuild my life to be able to be anything for you. I'm here to encourage somebody today. He knows where you're at. He knows what you're going through. But he's still calling you. He's still got a ministry for you. He's still got a place in the kingdom for you. But you got to learn. i got to forsake all to have him. I am a jealous God, he said. You can't have the world and have him. You can't dabble in in the sin of this life and think I'm going to have an intimate relationship with him because he's jealous. There's some things that just amaze me about this happening. Peter, I'm going to make you fisher of men. And they forsook all and followed him. The word follow means that I'm going uh, to do what you do. I'm going to talk like you. I'm, I'm going to act like you. I'm going to be like you. That's what it means to follow. Oh, you're laying hands on the sick. Well, so am I. Oh, you're praying for this guy to be delivered. Well, so am I because I'm following you and I'm going to imitate you, okay? See, that's what it meant to follow him. I'm going to forsake all. I'm going to follow him. But to follow him means I'm going to imitate him and how he's full of grace and mercy. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to quit being such a hard guy. I'm going to quit being just so nasty and mean with people. Because when I forsake all, now I'm going to show some kindness. Now I'm going to have a little mercy. I'm going to love you. I'm going to encourage you. I'm going to lift you up instead of put you down. Because that's what it means to follow him. This is what this is amazes me. This would be you and me. Whoa, 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 Twenty question time. How long are we gonna be gone? Where are we going? How much are you gonna pay? Or how much it's going to cost. Can I even. See we we'd have all these questions. Oh but Lord what about this. What about my friends. Oh you're fair weather people. (laughs) That only love you because it's your house. We're doing drugs at. And when you say hey. No more drugs or alcohol in this house. We've forsaken that lifestyle, and we're going to live for God. You're more than welcome to come and visit, but no more of that activity. And guess what? They're going to go go, because they're going to find somebody where they can live that lifestyle. They're not really your friends. I did 20 years of jail ministry and preaching and drug program. I'm here to tell you, their friends never showed up. Their friends never put money on the books. Here, I'm worried about you. And are you okay? You got any snacks? You got anything to comb your hair with? You know, you got any deodorant? You got a- No, I don't care about you. So when the Lord is calling you this morning, we don't need 20 questions. We need simple obedience. They said, Lord, if this is what you're asking me to do, then, Lord, I'm here to submit myself to you and to surrender whatever it takes. They dropped what they were doing. They dropped what they were doing and just began to follow him. As Elder Hart said, you're going to learn to walk by faith in this. I had no idea where this would lead me that day at the age of 24 in a Catholic hospital is where I repented of my sins in a Catholic hospital in in their little chapel. Had no idea where this journey would take me. All I knew is where I had been wasn't all that good. (laughs) It's kind of like Elder Hart said, yeah, anything's got to be better than this. Don't raise your hands, but how many of you said, well, I've tried everything else? <laughs> Just trying to find peace, happiness, some joy in this life. Right. To feel loved, to feel accepted, to feel to be a part of something. That's all. I, 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 I tried it in friends and things and places, but I, I kept coming up empty. I want a man to the Lord out of the jail and he relapsed about nine months into his time of serving God. And he, he bought a bunch of beer and drugs and went to his buddy's house. And it was winter in there and raining like the west side. And I'll never forget because he shared this story with me. He said about 3 o'clock in the morning, we had drank all the beer, used up all the drugs. And I asked the guy, can I sleep on your couch tonight? And he said, heavens no. You need to get out of here. That's your friends. That's the people we call friends. See, the devil says you're missing something. You ain't missing anything. He had to wander around till daylight, find some place to go where it was warm. Come on. We got to realize I want to forsake all. I want what he's got for my life. And the only way I'm going to get it is if we move ahead. The 12 were rough, crude. They, uh, they were liars thieves. You got to realize Judas was a thief. They were family men. They were hard workers. They they were a mix of men and and, and they had family. What's my family going to think? I don't know. All I know is I need what he's offering me in joy and peace and love and kindness. That's all I know. My, my family may forsake me. My family may tease me. They may make fun of me for coming to church, but that's okay because what I have is what I've been looking for all my life. What I found in the receiving the new birth was what I wanted in my life, and I believe that if I will live it, they will come. Turn with me to Luke chapter 9, and he gives us an example of men who were not willing to forsake all to follow him. I I, I don't want to belabor this point this morning, but I I do want us to understand it's all or nothing at all, really. Well, I'm going to serve God, but I just want a a, a little bit of drugs or a, a little bit of alcohol. Let me offer you something else. Could I offer you just a little bit of COVID? How many, raise your hand. How many would take it? How about a little bit of cancer? Any takers here? Come on, a little leaven leavens a whole lump. And we all, it's just a little white lie. Oh, so when did they come in sizes and colors? I thought a lie was a lie. No, a little is the harm. I remember in, in my years of teaching drug and alcohol uh, classes, I would say it wasn't the last six pack of beer you bought that got you thrown in jail. It was the first one. A little leaven leavens the whole lump. And so we got to realize when we say it's just a little bit. See, the trouble with us, we're, a, we're addicts by nature don't you call me an addict? Oh, really? Anybody like ice cream in here? (laughs) If you would give your flesh its way, you could eat a lot of it. But you know, (laughs) I got to draw a line here somewhere. I've already went through a gallon in the last half hour. So I got, we got to get the brakes on here somewhere. And it's because of that addictive nature that I have in my life, that God is looking out for my best interest, that he lets me know, hey, hey. You don't even want to get started down that road. You don't want to even play with that because you don't know where it will take you. So I'm going to ask you to forsake it all. Just let it all go. You don't need it. You don't need to follow that. Verse 57 of of the ninth chapter. And it came to pass as they went in the way, a certain man said unto him, Lord, I will follow thee wheresoever thou goest. Oh, good. Come on. By the way, did I tell you I was homeless? Whoa. Homeless? Well, you're the Lord of lords and king of kings. Where's your palace? Where's all that good food? Where's the entourage of people? Oh, no, I'm homeless. Son of man hath nowhere to lay his head. Well, maybe later. I'll look you up later, maybe. The next one, verse 59. And he said unto another, follow me. And he's saying, hey, follow me. Oh, I, I will, I will, I, I, I promise. But But let me first go and bury my father, and then I will come and follow you. Seems like a pretty good request. Other than... In Jewish culture, you bury somebody the day they die. So what he was really saying is, I'm going to go home to, and kind of just be there with mom and dad. And when they pass away, I'll look you up. That's why he said, let the dead bury the dead. And you come and follow me. I want you to be like me. See, there's people that when they begin to look at it and counting the cost, they say, oh, you got to realize this is the best decision you've ever made in your life to follow him. The best decision you ever made in your life was to forsake all of these things that brought pain and misery and heartache to you. And another said in verse 61, I will follow thee, but let me first go and bid them farewell, which are at my house. And Jesus, answered, Jesus said unto him, no man having put his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom of God. Uh, when we make this commitment, we got to make it. There is no looking back. Why? If I look back, I'll want what's back there. The devil will convince me, look what you're missing. How come the devil never reminds you of the times that you got arrested? How come the devil never reminds you of the times you were hugging the John and everything on the inside of you was coming out multiple times? How come he doesn't remind you when your wife said, You know, I've had about enough of this. You promised me for the last five years you're going to clean your act up and you were going to change and I can't take any more and I'm leaving. Happened to my brother. He wouldn't quit dealing drugs. Had a wife and two kids. And she said, I'm done. And she left him. He went from a career job with Hewitt Packard. They bought a home. Drove a brand new car. To living in a van. Lost it all. Lost it all. We've got to realize, I'm, I want to forsake All. If that's what it takes to serve him, God, then would you help me? As Elder Hart said earlier today, he's not asking you to do this on your own. Lord, in fact, I can't do it on my own. I can do nothing without you, the scripture said in John 15. But I I, I like what Philippians 3, uh, 19 said, but I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. God, if you'll help me, I can forsake all. I, I can abandon this. I can walk away from that and I can move ahead in you. You got to help me. You got to help me today. Amen. Amen. I want to follow him today. I want to follow the work and kingdom of God. In Luke 18, it talks about the rich young ruler. And and many of us know this story of he he comes to Jesus and he said, master, uh, what must I do? And and he said, uh, can you follow the 10 commandments? Man, I've done them for my youth. You know how good God is? He didn't say, you're lying. (laughs) Because it was impossible for anybody to do all that. See how merciful God is? How kind He is? He's not a mean Lord and King and Savior. He puts up with a lot with us. He really does. That's my boy. I just got to be patient. (laughs) That's my daughter. I know where our head's at. Be patient. We'll get this turned back where it needs to go. See, we're not used to that when you're raised in an abusive home, are you? Where there is no kindness and everything is physically, you know, done through beatings and abandonment and all the stuff you go through. Please don't look at your heavenly father that way. He's a great God. He's a wonderful king and, and savior and Lord. Amen. And he won't abuse you. He won't hurt you. And the rich young ruler, Jesus said, there's only one thing you lack. Which go and sell that you have. Give it to the poor and follow me. Be like me. The Bible said he went away grieved and sorrowful in his heart. Could you imagine what God would have given him had he forsaken Everything how God would have used him mightily. I'm here to tell you, you can trust him today. I've watched people where I came from, a a couple owned a nightclub. They come to God and were baptized and filled with the Holy Ghost, but they were under a two-year contract in that nightclub. That they could not get out of. They got attorneys and tried to work through that and couldn't. And they had to work there another two years. But thank God for grace. They were singing on the wings of a dove. Anything that would sound gospel, they were, <laughs> they were singing it <laughs> and trying to get it out there. They had to trust him, didn't they? So you got to understand, he would drink about a half a gallon of whiskey a day, and he drank straight. He'd put it on ice, but he drank it straight every day. When he went to bed at night, he would have to have it on the nightstand, so when he woke up with the tremors, he could reach over and grab that. It's just too graphic. Grab that. I'm talking about the real world. And he'd have to face that morning before he could face it. See, when God filled him with the Holy Ghost, he didn't need that anymore. He had forsaken all. He'd left all that he could have, the love of God and the peace of God. And he began to reach for his children. He actually had his children in there playing with him before he came to the Lord. And then to watch those children get baptized in that wonderful name of Jesus and be filled with the Holy Ghost. See, there, there are you 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 gotta understand. I gotta forsake all. That's the only way this thing works. Is, I'm going to give it all up. First Kings 19, we have a story of, of a man who was willing to forsake all, who was willing to allow God to work in his life at whatever the price was. Are you willing to allow him to work? Let's look at this story of Elisha and Elijah. And, and I find it interesting because it, it's exactly what we need in this day and hour. Chapter 19, beginning in verse 19. This is Elisha. He's just come through a real depressed time, discouraging time. He's on the run from Jezebel. The Lord is working with him to go anoint new kings and, and, uh, and working through things. Let me encourage somebody today. If you're battling depression because Elijah was and he's real, You know how God told him to overcome that go do something kind for someone else. If you're battling depression today and a lot of discouragement, I would encourage you to go take a dinner to somebody. Take a card to somebody. And you're going to get your mind off you and the woe is me and what I'm going through. And I'm going to be a blessing to somebody else. You would be amazed how God will lift your spirit. See, the devil wants to keep me beat down. And God's trying to lift me back up. And he gave me an example in here of how, how the enemy would work. But God said, I can pull you out of this. I'm going to send you on an errand. In fact, you're going to anoint your replacement. I'm going to take you home. You're not going to see death. Uh, You'll be caught up in a chariot and a whirlwind of fire. And and I got a plan here. And so he departed thence, and he found Elisha, the son of Sapha, who was plowing with 12 yoke of oxen before him, and he with the twelfth. And Elijah passed by him and cast his mantle upon him. And left the oxen and ran after Elijah and said unto him, I pray thee, let me, I pray thee, kiss my father and mother and I will follow thee. And he said unto him, go back again for what have I done unto thee? No big deal to me. And he returned. Now, this is what I want you to see. And he returned back from him. And he took the yoke of oxen. First thing I want you to bring to your attention is this. You were pretty lucky to have one oxen. Elisha has 12 of them that he's plowing with. He was a wealthy man. He had some good things going in the world's standards. But when the spirit of God came by that day in that mantle, you're going to have a career change. If you're willing to forsake all, there's going to come a career change in your life. Now notice what he says here. Uh, He took the 12 yoke and slew them and boiled their flesh. See, I'm going to make sure I don't go back to farming. See, when you forsake all, you're going to do whatever it takes because you're now following the leading of God and what he's got for your life. You've got to burn every bridge that would allow you to go back to where God found you. See, when you burn the bridge, there's no way back. I only have one way I can go, and that's just keep walking with God. Let's keep one foot in front of the other. I don't care if I stumble, I'm going to get back up. A righteous man, falls seven times, but he gets back up. Come on, just keep getting back up and keep going that same direction. Keep burning bridges behind you. People that are not healthy for you, people you don't need in your life, people who give you a lot of bad advice, get them out of your life. Burn the bridge. Delete them out of your phone. Quit going to the house anymore. I want, the, I, I want God more than I, I want anything else. Amen. Folks, we're close to the coming of the Lord. Amen. I don't know about you, but I'm about ready to cross that finish line. Amen. Ain't no coasting in now. I say we put the pedal to the metal. I say we win every soul that we can. I say let's do, reach everybody that's possible. Amen. We, we want to do this with everything within us. And he took the, the, the plow instrument part that was wood, and that's what he built the fire out of. And he fed the people around him, the oxen. But see, he got rid of everything that would allow him to go back. I've had to sell stuff. I've had to get rid of stuff out of my life personally when I was a young man. That would hinder me from accomplishing the call of God on my life. I knew I had to learn to forsake all. Do you know why God's asking you to forsake some things right now? Because the number one sin in scripture is idol worship. And you love that just too much. And because you love that. It finds it easy to go back to it. So he is saying, why don't you just crucify that thing? Why don't you just burn that bridge? Why don't you just get rid of that out of your life completely? Yes, amen. We changed all the decorations in the house when I came to God. The pictures that were on the wall. Because I come out of rodeo. Tons of rodeo pictures of me riding bulls in the house. It was, it was all Western decor. But a lot of the pictures on the wall all had to do with rodeos and places I'd been. That's what God was calling me from. That was where my idol was at. And I was going to have to forsake all if I was going to be willing to follow God and be what God asked me to do. So I didn't want to look at that every day. I didn't want a constant reminder of that anymore. I wanted it completely out of my life, out of vision, out of earshot, out of whatever it would take. And so that's what I had to do to get where I'm at today. And there are no regrets in my life. I would do it again, only I'd do it faster this time than I did it on round one. If you want the love, the joy, and the peace. You got to forsake all. Because as long as you keep one foot in the world. You say, but I'm giving 99%. Not enough. You ever noticed in the world of athletics today, they use a term called 110%. See, somewhere they figure I got to give above what, what is required of me to play this position or do what I'm doing. I'm glad God said, if you just give me 100%. I don't need 110. I just need all. I just need all. All is an amazing word, because when you look it up, it means all. It's everything. What are you willing to receive from God today? You could be here today, and you're struggling with the new birth. You know, I know I need to get baptized, but I, you know, I don't know. If you would pray and say, God, help me forsake all, you would go straight to the waters of baptism because you would understand the power of baptism and the washing away and the remission of sin in your life. Uh, Because when I forsake all, the only reason I don't forsake everything is because of the pleasures of sin for the season. But it's a season. Please understand that. I would never tell you that sin isn't fun. But I will tell you that sin is short-lived. That's what you have to understand. The lie of the devil is, oh, you're going to have a blast. It's going to be very short-lived. I've had a blast living for God. It's not short-lived. It's eternal. Come on. It's, it's, it's from time no more. And so we have to put it in perspective. Would you stand with me? Where are you struggling? Where are you at? Help me to give all today. Misery is trying to serve God and play in the world at the same time. Many of us have done that. If we be human, be honest, when there's times in our lives that, we, you know, well, just a little cancer wouldn't be bad. Just a little leukemia wouldn't be that bad. No. <laughs> but we thought just a little bit of this wouldn't, wouldn't hurt anything. But see, God has my best interest at heart. And he knows me because he created me. And he knows you. Whatever he's asking of you today, he created you. He knows your weaknesses. He knows where you're at. He knows where the devil's going to try to work at you. But I wonder if we could just say today, God, I'm going to submit myself. Or could I use another word called surrender? I'm just going to surrender everything to you today. Whatever you're asking me to do, help me and strengthen me to do what you're asking me to do. In my mind, I can't see how it could be done. But all things are possible unto him that but believeth. Come on. It, with man it is impossible, but not with God. For with God, all things are possible today. So so don't don't fight this in your spirit anymore. Don't struggle with this in your spirit anymore. I wonder if right now we could begin to pray, and you would surrender. You would submit this to God and say, God, if you'll help me, here I am. God, if you'll help me, I will. I want that freedom that you're talking about, that love, that grace, that mercy, that kind of, that gentleness you've got for my life. Oh, that's it. Come on. Let's just begin to reach out to him right now. Lord, I want this, God. I'm here. I'm here, Lord, to forsake all. I'm going to follow you, God. Oh, I'm going to be just like you, Lord God. I'm going intimid- to uh, uh, walk with you and talk with you, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, hallelujah. Oh, God, hallelujah. This altar's open. If you want to come and talk to God right now, if there's something you're struggling with in your spirit right now, I want you to understand God is in this house right now, and he's here to help you. He's here to help me this morning. What are you struggling with? What are you battling with today? I'm here to tell you the grace of God is greater than whatever you're battling with and whatever you're going through right now. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Come on, come on, let's cry out to God right now. Let's just pray and ask God for his help, his leading and his guiding today in this house right now. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, hallelujah.
2: In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Come on, would you respond to the Lord today? I'm asking you. Sometimes we would begin to pray and it sort of lets you. Step back a little bit from where the Lord's been dealing with your heart. And I recognize the ministry of the Holy Ghost. There's been a thread of the Spirit through this entire service. Through this entire service about stepping away, forsaking, walking away from things God has already broken and delivered from. I'm asking you today, where the Lord has dealt with you, if a thought's come and you're like, I don't know if I can. That's the place where God's saying you can. So I'm asking you to respond to him. This altar is open to you. Turn your seat into an altar. But would you talk with God? And and I'm going to take you a little further here. When you're talking with him, I want you to be willing to say, Lord, I'm giving you this. If he's dealt with you in this area, I want you, whatever that is for you, would you be willing to open your mouth and express to him, God, I don't know how, but I'm walking away from this you've dealt with my heart to walk away from. I feel like the Holy Ghost has been specific to people. And you're able to discern. I know when I heard that, God dealt with me about this thing, this place, this relationship, this involvement. Would you be willing today in a place of prayer to express to him, God, I'm releasing it to you. I'm walking away from this. I'll not go back. I'm going to find a way to burn this bridge like the word spoke to me. Come on, don't just pass through this moment without action and involvement in communion with God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus.
0: In the name of Jesus.